Welcome to People of Purpose. People of Purpose. People of Purpose. People of Purpose. People of Purpose is a podcast of inspiring people whose stories help you see things differently, live with intentionality, elevate the way you participate in the world, and take the necessary leaps in your life to seek and find your passions. Come with us and develop the courage to wholeheartedly pursue your purpose and unleash your truest potential. Hello, welcome to the Why Pop series again. This is episode number four, all about navigating the real world. So... I believe that a key ingredient to success is that you take action, that you have actionable steps, skills for success that you use to achieve things. It's not just enough to believe. You do have to believe in yourself. That is a prerequisite, but you have to take action in a way that you know what action to take comes from confidence. And I think that the way to get confidence is to know for sure for, with yourself that your experience of what you want is true and real and honest. And the only way to know that is by being able to look deep inside yourself first. So I'm going to talk about some of the actionable steps that I take for success. Some of them may seem passive at first, but they do lead to massive action. Um, So for me, mindfulness is a big aspect of my life that I think really pushes forward a lot of my success um, with taking action. Mindfulness is basically um, knowing what's happening in this present moment, being hyper alert to the sensations going on within you, around you, being able to modulate and calm your breathing and your posture and your tension in order to live and accept everything in the present moment. I do meditation and yoga almost every single day um, in order to get to this state of awareness through mindfulness. And the thing that I love so much about meditation, I love so many things, but one thing that I love that allows you to create action is that it puts you in a state where you can fully trust yourself and your understanding. So what I'm what I mean by that is when you sit for meditation, it first feels like a lot for me. It, it feels like a lot of um, stimuli all kind of crossing paths in front of you, in front of me, around me, um, and it can be overwhelming at first. It can be very hard to get started because it you're not feeling very successful in the beginning. But as you go forward with, with the like minute after minute of sitting in meditation, things start to settle and settle and settle and you reach an equilibrium. And when you reach that equilibrium, it may be the first time that you've been balanced or have that state of equilibrium for quite some time. And it just, when you reach that stage, it usually happens around minute number 10 or so, 10, 15 minutes in for me. Um, I'm able to reach a state where I know what I'm experiencing is true and it's honest and it's like actually the pace at which my self-wisdom, self-knowledge is operating. Um, I know that's really hard to understand, but try it for yourself. It really is a unique, profound experience that uh, I go to daily in order to really know myself. Um, I recommend meditating um, with something that allows you to hold yourself accountable, not just whenever you feel like you want to or whenever you have time it's really needed in the times in which you don't have enough time when you don't feel so good um and so i would recommend an app for that um to just get started um and for me like my favorite app is the calm meditation app i think it's wonderful 
Um, it allows you to see how many days in a row you've been meditating. It allows you to see what meditations that you like, what your intention is for meditating and pick that based on mood or intention um, has all kinds of things. And it's just beautiful imagery. You can have background sounds um, that give you a quote at the end. Um, and it's wonderful. Currently, I'm at my longest streak ever in a row. I've done 119 days straight of meditation. Um, and it's really transformed a lot of things about um, my ability to trust myself and move forward with confident action. Today is all about how to navigate the real world with actionable steps for success. Um, and I think the, the prerequisite actionable step is mindfulness meditation. Um, after the app, I would recommend going to physical places where you can do this. Um, yoga studios have a bit of meditation built in actually yoga itself should be a meditation exercise it's just physical um, meditation postures but um, for me it took going to the 10-day vipassana meditation course um, to really put me into a path that I can't ever look back from um, being able to sit for an hour and a half straight with 100% focus on the sensations of my body without a distracting thought coming in, um, without fidgeting or moving myself was pretty um, remarkable. I never had experienced that before. And it took deep meditation, deep concentration for days and days and days, for hours and hours and hours each day to be able to get there. Um, but that state was like the deepest state of self-knowing I've ever achieved. Um, and it really helped me to make decisions about my relationships, my how I spend my time, um, why I choose the habits I have. And the essence of it is you just get back a lot of control over your mind, over your decision making, over your understanding. Um, and then once you have that, you can really move forward in a very noble way that's self-knowing, that's purposeful, that's authentic to who you are that allows you to place things and people and opportunities in your life that really serve um, serve what, what you're built to become. Um, and I think that meditation is extremely wonderful for all of that. Um, the other thing I'd recommend is yoga. Yoga, asana yoga is, I think most people understand a little bit about asana yoga, but it's just the postures where you flow, you hold, you stretch, you move, you bend, you balance, all the different postures of a yoga practice do a lot to build a lot of strength and fortitude um, that allow you to get to that calm state of mind and emotions that meditation gets you to. So oftentimes yoga is the best entry point um, because you're able to kind of transcend that that physical, those physical limitations um, that meditation can sometimes place on you. You have your hips a little bit more flexible. You're able to hold your spine a little bit more erect. You're able to um, be able to just, I don't know, just kind of have strength and grace kind of combined together, which is essential for meditation because meditation is not just about relaxing so much until you fall asleep. It's actually um, about deep concentration and focus within relaxation. Um, so that, going for such opposites of like highly relaxed but also highly focused um, can really, that bridge can really be um, overcome through yoga. So I would recommend definitely some different yoga things on YouTube in order to do them in your house. I'd recommend getting involved in some yoga communities. Um, maybe try out like a small basic early membership at a yoga studio and those are usually pretty cheap for introductory. I would check Groupon for a lot of that if you're in the United States. Um, 
And my favorites, um, YouTube, yoga, um, they're all free, which is wonderful. I really like Yoga with Adrian. I like Boho Beautiful. I like Patrick Beach. And I like a channel called Flow, F-L-O. And I'll put all those links in the show notes at the end. <clears throat> but yeah, if you get involved in any of those and do those a few times a week, I think you're going to really get to a state of knowing and trusting and strength and grace and harmony and um, within that. Um, I I can't find anything else that matches all of that. Um, and it, you just have so much power to be able to put yourself into that state. And it's free to do it. And it usually doesn't take all that much time. Usually less than an hour to do a yoga practice and a deep meditation. And then you just feel extremely different and extremely better. It allows for so much clarity and trust. And ultimately allows you to take actionable steps for your own success and achievement in navigating the real world. So I want to make a point about clarity. Um, Oftentimes, I think in Western society, we try to reach clarity by um, filling our head with information that we think will allow us to make better decisions. Oftentimes, the result of that is we spend a lot of time looking at um, computer screens, listening to things, um, getting the advice and opinions of lots of different people. Um, and all of those external things can be good and have their place. But if your main goal is clarity, it actually comes from clearing your head and not feeling it more. Um, you have this self-knowingness inside. It's called intuition. It's called wisdom. It's called um, just kind of spiritual programming. Um, and if you're able to tap into that, you're going to find clarity. Um, you can trust me on that. So definitely try to clear your head instead of fill it. Um, if you do think that you need more information in order to make decisions, try to limit your choices for what information you're going to consume in a way. Um, so don't try to, I don't know, don't try to create 30, 40, 50 options for how you're going to move forward. Try to get narrow it down to those few and then research those few. Um, some of the techniques I do besides meditation, yoga to kind of reach clarity are I do different journaling techniques. Um, and so early on, when I was feeling super unclear on my purpose, um, I actually started to do um, a lot of journaling that helped me to understand some of the most impactful experiences of my day, what I learned from them, what I would have done differently, and as well as like express gratitude for different people and opportunities that were coming in my life. And being able to like pinpoint those things helped me to really recognize throughout my day um, what it is I really care about and what it is that is helping me to understand um, what I care about better, and then trying to maximize more of those the next day. There's all kinds of journaling techniques. Um, I'm starting to teach a coaching course called a Path to Purpose. And in this course, I have students um, go through a 21-day journaling exercise where they talk about um, kind of what is giving them energy and what's taking energy throughout their days and looking for patterns of that. So when I, was, when I did that exercise for myself a couple of years ago, um, I noticed that what takes my energy is oftentimes related to productivity on a computer. I'm not super technically proficient. I don't really love the feeling of sitting in the same position looking at a screen that makes my eyes feel fatigued, um, having to organize several tabs. You know, all of those sort of things really make me feel more negative and stressed and down. But when I'm with other people, when I'm able to express myself, when I'm moving my body, when I'm outside, um, these are the kind of things that give me energy. And so you can just recognize something simple 
like that through 21 days of um of reflecting on journaling about those reflections um and you can really maximize those things that give you energy and kind of take away those things that don't give you energy or if you can't take them away you can at least minimize them or um, give them to someone else to do for you in exchange for something you maybe like to do Um, another one that i think is really important is that you need to keep educating yourself um, in your passions so i listen to podcasts i read audio books i think those two things are really essential for um education because they're not things where you have to like feel like they're work you can oftentimes be doing those while you're doing something in your life like traveling or driving or walking or cleaning or cooking things like that Um, you can put these things in your life and when you listen to podcasts and books that you've chosen um, there's a like a degree of influence that those are going to have on you because they're not education that someone else is telling you you have to have that has a grade attached to it or has like loans attached to it or something like that. Like it's true raw education that you have asked for and it's usually free or nearly free. Um, it's always a great investment of your time, I think, to listen to podcasts that really get you excited. Um, I, I recommend you check out my episode about seven podcasts of purpose if you want to get started with purposeful podcasts. Um, and then I also just recommend you just kind of scroll through those recommended options that they'll give you also once you subscribe to some of those or if you subscribe to People of Purpose, which I hope that you have by now, um, you'll be able to see some of the other podcasts related to the interests that you have and you should just start listening to those and you'll get so many ideas from them. Um, it really brings a sense of clarity when somebody is a guest and explains something in a way that you've never heard it explained before. And, but, and you felt like you were sitting right there in the room interviewing them or listening to them being interviewed. It's a different kind of experience than like how we kind of learn in school. And I think it's a really wonderful experience. Um, I also recommend watching documentaries if you're more of a visual learner. Netflix has a lot of really good documentaries. Um, so does, you know, just independent documentaries on the topics that you're interested in. These kind of things help you to understand organizations that exist, mindsets and cultures of those organizations um, solutions that are possible um, and it's usually a really beautiful ethereal kind of experience that makes you, maybe makes you feel more of a spark to go out there and take action so these sort of things um, are great forms of education I also believe in creating intentional personal experiences what I mean by that is you go out of your way to challenge yourself to step into a position that you're not necessarily ready for to say per se And what I mean by that is, say I want to, um, I want to have some role in some community, in some city. I go and I just step into the role where I am right now. And maybe I'm not ready to be in that role, but I'm going to learn my way into it because I'm intentionally seeking that out because I intentionally want that experience. And when that experience becomes very personalized, um, that's when the, like, in yoga philosophy, There's different levels of knowing. There's like the um, physical knowing, there's intellectual knowing, there's the emotional knowing, and then there's that spiritual knowing. Um, And when you have that like experience-based wisdom, experiential, um, spiritual kind of knowing, um, that's when you like deeply internalize something that you know for yourself. Um, And you reach that, that clarity and that sense of purpose that allows you to navigate the world knowing that that's what you're centering um, your decisions on. 
And I was able to do this several times. Um, I just did it when I um, went to Thailand to become a teacher. Um, I was sitting in the dark room, concussed. My friends were a little bit concerned for me. My mom was certainly concerned for me. I was in a job I didn't like. And I just decided that like taking care of my, my health, my brain, and giving myself a purposeful lifestyle that allows me to learn more about myself is my intention. And I'm not going to let anything get in the way of that. And so I just, I quit, I quit my job as a marketing and salesperson. I um, went to a um, summer camp and applied and never had led any camps before. Never done any camp counseling. Got accepted to that. I had never done, I needed extra money to pay for my TEFL course, which is teaching English as a foreign language. So I spent my free time in the week between going to bartending school, um, which was a major learning experience for me, especially when my brain and my memory had been compromised for a little while after my really bad concussion. It was a form of rehabilitation. Uh, And then I just walked into bars, said I need to talk to a manager, and I eventually got hired at a, at a great bar, like a rooftop bar in the downtown Minneapolis area. Tips were huge. Um, it was a fun environment to be in. And I made myself a few extra grand that summer. Um, and those are just small like examples that I think like, you know, they worked for me when I was 23. But I, I'm really excited for what the future may hold. And when I create these really intentional personal experiences, I make commitments based on what I'm centering um, my intention around and the way you, you know what you're centering that intention around is you personally experience it and know um, what it is that you're after um, and then you just plant that seed in multiple areas and opportunity just flow to you and that's how you create luck um, yeah and you also need to be able to embrace failure I think too um, part of moving forward taking actionable steps for success is that those actions that you take become learning experiences when there's a failure involved. Failure doesn't mean that you're done trying. It means that you're one step closer to your success. Um, and that reframe has been really important for me to understand um, uh, how to move forward with like courage and how to like kind of transcend like my egoic sense of pride or whatever. Like not letting someone else tell me that I'm not worthy of the success I'm after. Um, because there's going to be setbacks, there's going to be failures, everybody experiences that. It's how you respond to them and that mindset you take that moves you forward, that allows you to really um, navigate your world in your most authentic way and get get to that success and achievement, um, that, that place of purpose that, you, that you're trying to live from. Um, another technique I use to take actionable steps for success and navigate the real world is backwards planning. So I put myself in the position that I'm hoping to be in. I get very clear on what that looks like, who I'm surrounded by, how I feel, the environment I'm in, um, what kind of pay I'm having, what, what my stress level looks like, where the creativity I'm experiencing. Put myself in a situation. So I'm imagining myself in a classroom of Thai students. Um, I'm the center of the classroom. They're all playing a game and laughing and being joyful. I have a plan to go on a backpacking trip with a couple really good friends that upcoming weekend. I haven't worried about my my money or my budget for a little while. Um, I'm reading a book that inspires me after school ends. I'm about to go on a run that I've wanted to go on to go see like a rice field and a temple that I've never seen before. 
something like that. Like I imagine where I want to be and then I plan for how I'm going to get there backwards. And so if you're sitting in a cold apartment, injured, heartbroken, sick, um, you name it, you just plan your way backwards. So you say, well, I was in that classroom. I'm in that classroom in my future. So in order to get into that classroom, I need to make it into that country. And then I make it in that country by doing X, Y, and Z. And so in order to do X, Y, and Z, I need um, time or I need money or I need um, to know somebody. So then I go, how am I going to get time, money, and knowing somebody? Oh, I make this decision, this decision, and this decision. And you just go backwards and backwards and backwards until you meet yourself where you are. Now, you need to know where you are. I don't know what the, like I said, some of the best ways to know where you are are through mindfulness, meditation, yoga, and journaling. So if you're doing all those things daily, you will know where you are. You will get a better vision of where you want to be. And then when you know what those look like, you, you bridge the gap by doing backwards planning and reverse engineering your way into that successful state that you want to be in. This requires you to be very reflective, to be honest, to know yourself, and to have discipline to follow through on all those plans. There's so many distractions that come along the way that tell you, no, 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 like do this thing, or this is a quick way to, to get rich, or this is a better opportunity than what you had imagined, or uh, we really need you here and stay loyal to us, whatever it may be. But if you like know that path forward because you've backwards planned, you've reflected, you know where you want to be, you have clarity, you've educated yourself on how to get there, Nothing, nothing needs to be in the way. You just keep moving forward. And I think that discipline becomes really, really key here in order to navigate the real world and move forward. And some of the best ways to develop discipline are developing regular habits and practices in your life that give you that um, sense of freedom and ease to move forward in your most authentic way. If you don't have those grounding exercises in your life, you're going to be pushed and pulled around and you're never going to move forward. Discipline is extremely key. There's lots of ways to get it. Uh, I recommend that every single day you educate yourself in discipline. You know what what it is that you're saying no to and why you're saying no to that. You know what you're saying yes to and why you're saying yes to that. You take care of your health and your wellness and your mind and your emotions and you get a sense of your spirituality. You're going to be fine. You just move forward with discipline. One step at a time, you reach the top of the mountain. A final thing I wanted to touch on, or I guess I have a couple things I want to touch on. Um, next is about life design. So life design is, is like kind of what I was just saying. It's that process of designing where you want to be, and you do it through all of these different mechanisms I just mentioned. So when I asked myself what it is I was after when I finished teaching in Thailand, my answer was that I wanted to know where I wanted to head professionally to be able to make a commitment with that and that I wanted to see the world through my friends that was a resource that I may never have in the way I did right now I had time I had friends I had um, drive and motivation to educate myself and I had um, limited responsibilities towards others and so I decided to make the leap of faith to become um kind of a, a nomad or a vagabond or living a nomadic vagabonding lifestyle for about 15 months. I didn't have an address. I didn't stay anywhere longer than a few months. 
and I made all of my or most of my income through online work and through getting local temporary jobs. Um, and that was like a decision I made that was not going to make the basics of life very easy. But I had trusted that I had all these practices in place that allow me to feel grounded and feel like I'm knowing myself and feel at home anywhere I am. And that's what meditation, mindfulness, yoga, journaling, um, podcasts, books, intentional personal experiences, reflection. That's what that stuff gives you. And then I felt like I didn't need a physical home. I didn't need a physical job. I didn't need the same physical community because that's I didn't need that. I know that, that. I know that will come in my future. But I needed to have mobility, to have freedom, to have time, to have people of different perspectives that I could get side by side, one on one with, and really understand their community, their people, and what elevates them so that I can determine what elevates me um, and where I wanted to head next professionally. And that 15 months was amazing. I ended up getting a job teaching English online to Chinese students, and that job paid significantly better than uh, my job did in Thailand. So I was able to stay in Thailand a little while um, and work way less. Um, I was able to go to India and do yoga teacher training I was able to go to Cambodia and work on a farm, which was a free experience. I'm just a volunteer. I was able to come to the United States and live in Kansas with my dad and teach online in the morning, substitute teach in the daytime, and study for my LSAT because I was thinking I was going to go to law school at that time. <clears throat> I was able to surprise my mom for Christmas Eve um, and stay with her for six weeks. I was able to go to Montreal, Canada, work every day, make 50 bucks a day, pay for more than my cost of living. Um, and I had a bicycle and I had friends and I had trivia to go to and it was really fun. And I was able to go back to Minnesota for the summertime and I had a landscaping job. I got my same bar backing job back. I still worked online. Um, yeah, it was just wonderful. Um, and then when things didn't work out and I had a big failure and I had to quit my, um, my landscaping job and lose the housing that I had that was just temporary, um, I made a pivot and went to some national parks with my mom and my brother. And I was able to do that because I gave myself that sort of freedom um, from physical things tying me down. And for me, that was really important. And I, I think that's important for a lot of people to understand is that um, you don't necessarily need to have physical stability in order to be stable. Um, and that doesn't sound so good, but what I mean is like you don't need to have um, those typical things that allow people to feel stable, like a house, a physical job, a car, um, the same people you're seeing, the same gym membership, because those things like they're, yes, they're safe options that allow you to um, navigate the world in a successful way, but they have a ceiling, a limitation. Um, and I was after much, much greater things than that. I was able to go to New York for 10 days. I lived in Brooklyn. I visited the New York Times offices, met with an editor. Um, I was able to uh, be a tourist with myself, just travel alone and go to the top of the um, second highest building in the world in New York. I was able to fly to San Francisco and get myself this job as a teacher um, here with Kip because um, I had time to do that. I was able to see some friends when I was out here, um, go to a yoga studio, um, go to an ashram, 
see the park, go to the ocean. Um, and then I was able to, to decide that my relationship with my girlfriend in Thailand is so strong that I need to head back. Um, and I had the ability to do that because I'd already gotten into my master's degree program. I'd already set myself up with a job in San Francisco. And I had about six months until that started. So just took my online job over to Thailand, worked about eight to 10 hours a week. And I had a wonderful lifestyle where I was playing Frisbee often. I was going to really good tournaments. I was reading tons of books I've been wanting to read. I was hammocking. I was sleeping well. I was doing a regular yoga practice. I was listening to lots of podcasts. I was doing a lot of writing and reflecting and journaling. And I started my podcast um, just before this time. And so now People of Purpose is, you know, 14 months old. And it would not have happened like that had I not given myself so much time and ability to really know myself. And then I decide I'm going to take an actionable, committed step to build a podcast because it's time to share this wisdom and knowledge with others. It's a... a prerequisite to setting myself up for even like more scalable grander success with the online work that feels more purposeful and can have a deeper impact and can really connect me with people in a very unique way um, my dreams with with people of purpose are really really big um, and i've done the backwards planning for it and what is what it takes is a lot of content production in the beginning a lot of giving things away for free a lot of just giving giving and giving but i believe the laws of the universe state that when you give, you will receive. And so I'd receive all the time in many ways, but one day I hope that I receive um, in the sense that this can be my profession. This can be um, an income generating vehicle that is scalable and allows me to have the kind of lifestyle that I think is in, within my potential to be a leader of a purposeful community, speaking, teaching, coaching, organizing seminars, organizing courses, um, writing a book, all this sort of stuff, um, I, th I believe is in my future. And I'm still in the process of knowing myself. I'm doing the most gritty, difficult, discipline heavy um, task I've ever had to do, being a grad school student here in San Francisco um, with Kip. I'm doing one year, 34 credit hours. I'm working four days a week. I'm going to a seminar one day a week. So it's full-time work, it's full-time homework, and it's crazy, and I still have a podcast going, and I've created the Why People of Purpose series in order to state my commitment to this and why I'm committing to this. And today's episode is all about why I'm committing to People of Purpose to help you navigate the real world, to give you actionable steps for success, skills for success, achievement, belief in yourself, knowledge um, of the direction you want to head and your passions, intentional practices that allow you to know what you want to step into create that vision and then backwards plan um, these are the things that i like feel super passionate about teaching people because they've been working for me and i know that they will work for you finally i want to talk about um, how to how to take those leaps how to to take a leap of faith when you maybe have parents that are telling you it's not such a good idea or you have people in your life that you know like and trust that are saying like hold on that you don't need to be so ambitious right now like you know, these doom and gloom sort of scenarios. You got to have honest conversations. People in your life, like your parents, for example, want to know that you are safe, that you have a, a good plan, that you understand where you, what you're getting yourself into, and that you can be self-sufficient. So if the worst of the worst happens, are you going to be okay? Can you honestly answer that question for them before you make your decision? I can. 
I know where I've been before that was not so okay, and I made it through that. I know what it's like to live without money, without time, without giving, being able to feed myself three meals a day. I know what it's like to feel boxed in, to feel emotionally drained, to feel um, traumatized. Yeah, so like when you've been there where you know what the worst of the worst would feel like, would be like, you can tell them like, I'm going to be okay because of this, this, and this thing I've overcome. But also you can say, but here's my vision. And this vision is like something I'm not willing to risk losing. Like if I don't make this step now, I risk losing this, this, and this, and this thing, which which is so purposeful and so impactful and allows for such a higher ceiling of opportunity than I would have without it. So when you're having these honest conversations with your parents and your friends, let them know the risk involved and not taking this step, not taking this leap. Um, and they will encourage you because they want to root for you. So when you let them know that, you let them know that you're safe and stable and resilient through anything, they're going to they're gonna give you a blessing, I believe. Um, and finally, I think it's really important to find communities that elevate you. So when you're navigating the real world, step into communities wherever you are that, that you kind of know a little bit or you feel like um, would support you. For me, that's the ultimate Frisbee community. Everywhere I go, I find an ultimate Frisbee community. I, I got my housing in San Francisco through that. I found my girlfriend in Thailand through that. I found my community in Thailand through that. I found my community in college through that. Um, <clears throat> I've met new people through that. I bring it to the beach. I meet people through that. And then I get invited to their homes and dinner. And yeah, Frisbee is my community. Also, church is another community for me that I always find is a great place to meet people that are um, like-minded and after something really grand in life um, that's very purposeful and um, focus on serving others. So a final point I want to make is that two people don't need to be in the same place um, to maintain relationships. Um, a job doesn't need to be in the same place as you. Your home, per se, doesn't need to be in the same place you are now. You need to be able to trust your heart, your intuition, your self-knowledge over logic, over the voices of others, and find this freedom in fear. Everyone's going to feel this fear to make these decisions that you that you know inside you have to make, that you are making, um, but you got to find freedom in that because there is such a liberation in saying like, yes, I feel this feeling, but I'm not going to let that dictate my decisions. And when you do that, um, you you do something to cut out um, a toxic element that's really not serving you. Um, and it becomes more and more natural for you to trust and listen and rely on your heart um, and not let those external things get in the way. So I really hope that this episode has allowed you to navigate the real world by developing some practices daily in order to ground yourself, create a home anywhere you are, know yourself at a deep level of experience, of wisdom, and then how to educate yourself into the visions you create to plan backwards um, what, what you need to be able to set up that life that you want to have. How to have um, purposeful conversations with people that um, allow you to move forward in purpose. How to find communities that allow you to move forward in purpose. And how to um, transcend fear um, and find trust and love within your own heart, mind, intuition, and self. So I've created this series for you, I've created this podcast for you, um, and I hope that we can, and I know that we can continue 
to grow one another and find our purpose, unlock our potential, and navigate the real world. So thank you for listening to this episode, episode four of the Why Pop series. And here's to becoming people of purpose. People of Purpose is launching its very first ever course, Path to Purpose. Path to Purpose is the new course I'm launching born from the powerful People of Purpose podcast. It draws on a lot of the concepts and messages of the podcast, but it is the very first course and one-on-one coaching program built by me, your podcast host, Tanner Badgley. I've built this course to create strategies, practices, and actions that allow you to trailblaze yourself down your most authentic path of purpose. It's called Path to Purpose. Over our three months together, each member of the program will learn everything they need to successfully carve out their own path to purpose. Our purpose-seeking students will learn about nine different areas of their lives that they can better understand, practice, and master to open up their path to purpose. This individualized course will conclude with a self-designed three-week final project that propels you down your own, very own, dreamlined path to purpose. I, Tanner Badgley, be with you all the way hosting weekly one-on-one phone conferences facilitating all course content and being available for any question you may have along the way everyone taking the course will be walking their own journey but you won't feel alone in the process you'll have a team to support your growth it took a 50-foot fall down the mountain at yosemite national park to reach rock bottom and another concussion breakup and death in the family and purposeless job to find myself back there i know the pains of living a life without direction without guidance, vision, or support. I know how hard it is to decipher what works and what is just gimmicky marketing set up for someone else's success in your pain. I believe the world needs more purposeful people more than ever. It is waiting and ready for you to come alive. That's why I've designed a holistic course that will move you from pain into passion and purpose. This course incorporates my learnings from hosting 40 plus podcast interviews with some of the most purposeful people you'll meet insights from my 10-day silent meditation course in Thailand, takeaways from my month-long yoga teacher training in India, and the multi-year ongoing rehab from life-changing brain injuries. This course is a product of my intense mission to find purpose as I move to Thailand all by myself to teach English and blog about the learnings of my life. Now that I am living from a place of my truest identity and purpose, it's time to teach and guide others into theirs. Today, I have so many powerful habits, routines, and mindsets that I draw from every day, and it's time to use them to create a more joyful, loving, kind, happy, peaceful, and purposeful world. Welcome to our first ever course of Path to Purpose. If you or a loved one is interested in joining our next cohort, send me a direct message at People of Purpose or an email to peopleofpurposepodcast at gmail.com. Spots are limited, and it's first come, first serve. When I was stuck in the dark room for a month on work leave from suffering my fourth concussion in the middle of a cold Minnesota winter and the denial of a breakup that was never coming back, I didn't know for sure if I'd ever get back my joy, meaning, and satisfaction with life. It took intentional work, undying belief, and the right people and opportunities to come into my life. I was able to get my best self back, and you can too. I believe we each have a responsibility to find our purpose. The world needs you to come alive for the sake of each other and for the sake of our planet. I know that together through purpose, we can wake up that core part of us that remains dormant, untapped, unutilized, and underappreciated. Path to Purpose will water this little seed at the seed of your soul, and over time it will grow and blossom into a forest of purpose. Make sure you give yourself the best gift you could ever give or receive. 
sign up for our next Path to Purpose course and give yourself a sense of meaning and purpose for the rest of your life. Here's to becoming people of purpose. <laughs>